Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. We interrupt our program to bring you a special broadcast. Is this thing gone? I said shots to Nick and Dawn. Him on the air radio every Sunday night, man. What up? Red Dragons. Shout out to the boy, Nick. I see you done. You about to witness the real talk, real talk. Put it in your air. We reach it for the sky, but we put it in the air. Not a glass jar, but I tell it to you clear. Am I on the air? We rock. Here's your whip, man. Am I on the air? Here's this mic here for nothing. My demographic pull do box office numbers. Weekend reviews said we number one getters. Now y'all all here, we're number one getters. Uh, turn it on, Nick and Dawn. And I'm like, turn it up, what the fuck, eh? We air it out, wear it out, and we winning. Him on the air, follow back, and we trending. You can't tell me what I bet not be. Don't give a FCK about the FCC. I'm the head for the hellas, voice for the voices. Him on the air, Sunday night, and I'm off this. Welcome back to another edition of Am I on the Air? I appreciate you tuning back in for another exciting edition. It is Season 8, Episode 9. Tonight's episode is titled Sabotage, and it's uh, March 30th, 2014, as we record this. So tonight, as always, we'll be bringing you up to speed in the latest and greatest in entertainment news. Uh, and I got two new movie reviews for you. You know, our last episode uh, had no movie reviews at all. And now I got two. We got Muppets Most Wanted and, of course, the movie that brought us our title tonight, Sabotage. So, without further ado, I'm going to actually just jump right into it and we'll get into it with Muppets Most Wanted. So... <clears throat> this, of course, is the follow-up to the Muppets movie that was the big comeback um, a couple years ago that Jason Siegel did, and uh, I just want to say I loved that movie. Um, I was never a ginormous Muppets fan growing up, um, but that Jason Siegel one I was really interested in, not only because I love Jason Siegel and Amy Adams, and but the fact that he was so invested into that movie, he helped write it and produce it, and he came up with all the songs, and, you know, so I was intrigued, and when I walked out of it, I was really, really impressed. I thought the movie was incredible. <clears throat> so, hearing they were doing another one was no shocker. The sad part was, was finding out that Jason Siegel was not returning, and he was not going to ha really have anything to do with the film. And that was a bummer, I mean, because I knew what a, what a passion project that was for him. Um, but this time around, uh, the movie does take place pretty much... When this film starts, it starts off, like, immediately at the end of the last film. Um, stepping into this film is Ricky Gervais, uh, Ty Burrell from Modern Family, Tina Fey. Um, and those are your main characters. There's a lot of uh, little cameos in this film, too, which is something that the Muppets always love to do. And, uh, the, the, it's always great to see all the cameos that they come up with. Um, basically, the gist of this movie is that there is a frog villain, uh, that's in this Russian prison ran by Tina Fey. His name is Konstantin. 
uh, he escapes, and then him and Ricky Gervais come up with a plan to basically kidnap Kermit and switch places with him, since they look identically alike, other than a little mole on Constantine's face. <laughs> so it was really funny. Uh, totally different accent, totally different voice, I mean, everything going for him, uh, except for this mole, and everybody thought it was Kermit the whole time. So they do this swap, and then basically it's just this whole setup to do this, uh, to do this heist, you know, for jewels and, and money and everything, um, you know, really easy, simple concept, uh, and the movie had a lot of laughs, uh, the only thing I'll say for this is I didn't think it was nearly as good as the film from a couple years ago, um, the film with Jason Siegel, like I said, just set the bar so high, it was such a good film, and this one just, uh, it tried to meet it, and it just couldn't. And it's funny, because the very first song they do in this film is a song about uh, sequels, and how the sequel's never as good as the original. Well, Muppets proved that right with this film, as it did not reach the heights of what the first movie was able to do. There were some really good laughs, and there was a lot of good adult humor in it that you know I found myself chuckling at, and nobody else in the theater, uh, well, none of the kids at least, uh, really catching what the hell is going on. Uh, and, um, you know, so, I mean, they always do a good job with that. Um, it was a charming movie, it was fun, but it, like I said, it just didn't live up to the expectations that the last movie set. Uh, so for me, out of the five-star scale, I gave Muppets Most Wanted three out of five. It was good, nothing more, nothing less. Uh, a fun little charming movie that I'd probably wait for, uh, home video to check out before wasting money in the theaters. Three out of five, Muppets Most Wanted. All right, let's segue into our next one, which is Sabotage. Sabotage is the new rated R crime drama film um, with Arnold running this elite DEA task force and um, a drug cartel coming after them. Um, I w I've been waiting for this movie for a long time. Um, this movie had everything going for it. David Ayer, uh, who did um, End of Watch that came out last year with Jake Gyllenhaal, End of Watch was amazing. And, um, you know, so he did this film. He also helped write Training Day. So, I mean, the guy's got great credentials. And then if you've seen the trailer, you see, I mean, the team that they put together here. Not only do you have Arnold Schwarzenegger leading the team, but you also have Sam Worthington, Joe Maganello, Josh Holloway, Terrence Howard, uh, Max Martini, um, and then uh, Muriel Enos, uh, who is the chick that played Brad Pitt's wife in World War Z. She's on here, and she's actually pretty badass in this film. Um, this had everything going for it. And I gotta say I was a little disappointed and I hate to say that because I love Arnold so much, and I feel so bad because this comeback that he's been on is enough to a good start, and I feel really, really bad. You know, when Arnold got out of office and jumped back into acting, his first film was The Last Stand. Now, I really loved The Last Stand. I thought it was a great movie, a lot of fun, and it was a great vehicle for Arnold to come back in. Unfortunately, the movie bombed. Then, um, back in October, I believe, this uh, in 2013, he did Escape Plan, the movie with him and um, Sylvester Stallone. 
another movie that I was super stoked on, and I thought it was really good. I mean, another it was great to see Stallone and Schwarzenegger in this together. Um, you know, especially after you've seen Expendables and everything. But once again, Escape Plan kind of tanked. So this was his third shot on the comeback trail. And if you haven't seen the box office yet, um, this movie, I believe, when I will get into the numbers later, but going off the top of my head, I believe it debuted at number seven with only like $5 million. That's really bad. That's really, really bad. And I don't really understand why. I mean, you look at what this movie has going for it. Look at that cast. Look at the director. What else could have been done? I'm I'm just really kind of at a loss here. And um I don't know. And I just I just feel really bad for Arnold because he's been doing pretty decent films and nobody's going out to support him anymore. And uh it sucks cuz I think these films do deserve more than what they're getting. Um, but back to Sabotage, basically, like I said, uh, Arnold runs a DEA task force, and in the beginning of the film, they um, find this drug cartel, and they got uh, a ton of money that they find uh, stashed away. So they end up taking the cash and turning it in, um, and then they end up stealing $10 million of it. Uh, although the money is actually gone when they go back to get it, but they try to steal $10 million out of the money, and the drug cartel from Mexico um, knows that they stole the $10 million. So they're coming after them and their families and trying to wipe them out one by one. So it's like Arnold and his team trying to survive and figure out who's coming after them and you know what happened to the $10 million that disappeared. Like I said, the cast is awesome in this. I thought everybody did a great job. Uh, Arnold was was awesome as their task force leader. Um, I liked a lot of went down in this movie. I guess the only reason I would say I was disappointed was because this is this is a film that I think I let my expectations get the best of me. Um, I've been really really stoked for this film for a long time since I saw the first trailer, and then I saw the Red Band trailer for it, and I could really see what this R-rated film was going to do, and that made me even more stoked. And then I watched it Friday night when it came out, and um, I, I just, it was good, but I just felt it didn't live up to what I was expecting it to do. Uh, I didn't like the ending of the film either. Um, myself and my brother-in-law, after the film, actually wrote a way better ending to this film uh, between the two of us five minutes in the parking lot than these guys came up with. Um, so I was a little taken away from the uh, ending that they came up with. I was not happy with it. It didn't really make much sense, and it felt like a stretch. Um, but I, I had fun with it. And I would probably, I'd probably sit down and watch this again. I'd probably even, maybe even buy this on Blu-ray. I was just a little bummed because my expectations were so high. And I really thought this was going to match it. So, on the lovely five-star scale, I gave Sabotage three and a half. Um, It was better than three, but it just wasn't quite at a four-star level movie. I, I couldn't say it was awesome. So I had to, I met in the middle... And we went with a three and a half. What I will give the director and everybody is the fact that they went with an R-rated film. And it, this film gets pretty graphic. It gets pretty 
pretty over-the-top, bloody, gory graphic. And I appreciate that when it, when an actor's not afraid to shy away from it. So I will give Sabotage's kudos for that. But overall, a little disappointed. Um, I'm just, I'm more disappointed at the box office. I really expected it to do better. And I feel really, really bad for Arnold. I'm sure he cannot wait to get back into Terminator <laughs> and do a movie that might actually turn uh, some profit there. So that, my friends, is your two new movie reviews of the week. Muppets Most Wanted, 3 out of 5, and Sabotage, 3.5 out of 5. Um, coming out later this week is finally going to be Captain America the Winter Soldier, and I'm super, super stoked because I am going to be attending a, a pre-screening uh, on Tuesday. So in two days, I'll be able to see the film a couple days early before anybody else gets a chance to, and I'm super, super excited. Uh, just super super stoked about it um everything i'm hearing is nothing short of amazing for the winter soldiers so i can't wait tuesday can't come fast enough so i will get to see a pre-screening of that and um i'll have that review for you on the next episode um not quite sure when i'll get to the next episode again um just because this upcoming weekend i will actually be in new orleans uh for wrestlemania 30 so I will be there for for the whole weekend and a couple extra days. So uh, I will not be in town on Sunday when I normally record the episodes. So I might do an episode later in that week, or we might just wait to the following Sunday to come out. So just keep an eye out, and I'll keep you posted on that. Alrighty, and that, my friends, will now segue us into the news of the week. Um, in some funny news, I found this very funny, that Judge Joe Brown was arrested in Tennessee this past week. Uh, and you know why he was arrested? He was held in contempt of court because he got belligerent and loud and rude, and they held him in contempt. Come on, Judge Joe Brown. You should know the rules better than anybody. <laughs> oh, boy. Next up, uh, House of Cards actor Corey Stoll. Uh, he's actually can be seen in theaters right now in nonstop. He uh, has joined up with the Ant-Man movie. So no word yet on who he's going to play, um, but he's joined Ant-Man. I think it's pretty cool. I don't know too much about this guy. I've seen him here and there. I did see him in nonstop. I thought he was pretty good. So, uh, you know, always up for good talent uh, joining these Marvel films. Um, last week I talked about, uh, a movie called Everest and, and how it was pushed back a little bit later. Uh, then this earlier this week, they announced that Robin Wright and Sam Worthington from Sabotage, uh, have joined the cast. So Sam Worthington and Robin Wright have joined the Everest movie. Um, there's been a lot of production photos coming out for Avengers 2 Age of Ultron, and um, we've been posting links and stuff, so I know a lot of people don't want to be spoiled, a lot of people don't like the spoilers, they want to keep it a surprise, but if you are up for some spoilers and you'd like to see some cool set stuff, uh, check out our Twitter and Facebook page, because we got a lot of different links posted to where you can see the first looks at Aaron Taylor Johnson as Quicksilver. You can see Elizabeth Olsen as um, Scarlet Witch. You can see Jeremy Renner in his new Hawkeye uniform. Um, we were able to see the first look. Um, you know, a lot of people are calling it the first look of Ultron, but I'm not going to really call it that because it's obviously a guy in a mocap suit with a silver helmet on his head. That's supposed to be, you know, his Ultron helmet, but 
it looks funny because it's obviously going to be CGI later. I think this guy is just kind of a stand-in. So I'm I hate to call it like your first look at Ultron because uh, I wouldn't count it as that. Uh, we did see a, a set photo of Iron Man um, and his suit looked kind of like the Iron Man three suit, except it wasn't like you know how the Iron Man three suit was more gold. Uh, with the hinge of red underneath it, this is kind of reversed. It's more red with that gold color underneath it. So, um, and then today a new uh, link came out showing uh, a modified suit for Captain America in Avengers 2. Um, I didn't really even post it because it was it was a, from a set video, and and he's very far off in the distance. I couldn't even make out really what the suit looked like. It looked kind of like his original suit from uh, the first film. Um, but it wasn't a clear enough look, so I didn't even bother posting it. But I just thought, since we're talking about it, I'll let you know what I saw. Um, moving on, uh, Prometheus 2 looks to be set for 2016. Uh, Michael Green is bored as a writer, and um, they're putting it together. And um, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, they, they said it's going to be a little bit more horror-oriented. It'll be closer to the Aliens film. Uh, I hope so, because the first one wasn't, and I thought the first one was a very big letdown, so uh, it sounds like they're heading in the right direction, but we will see, but uh, for those of you are that are interested, it looks like Prometheus 2 will be coming in 2016. We have the new uh, second trailer for Edge of Tomorrow, that's the new Tom Cruise, Emily Blunt movie, uh, I think this looks awesome. I'm really, really excited for this film. I love the first trailer, and I thought this new second trailer was really, really good, too. So uh, you can check that out at amiontheair.com. Look under the trailer section there for that. Uh, our Honest trailer this week, speaking of Captain America, the Honest trailer this week was Captain America the First Avenger. Very cool Honest trailer there. Uh, we also added Everything Wrong with 2012. Uh, this was pretty funny because it actually went a very long time, and there's a lot to nitpick about the movie 2012. Um, History Channel has renewed Vikings for Season 3. I do not watch Vikings, but I know a lot of people that do, and it's getting a lot of good positive word of mouth, so good for a lot of people to see it coming back for Season 3. Neil McDonough is in talks to play the villain in Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. I like Neil. Neil's one of those guys that always has to play the villain. There's something about him. Um, although, going back to Captain America again, he was a good guy in Captain America the First Avenger. Uh, but other than that, that dude is always a bad guy. And it just works, man. The guy is evil, and he's just got the face of a villain. So, I like Neil, and uh, I'm, I'm interested in to see what they do with Paul Blart, too. So, uh, sign me up. Let's check it out. Um... A lot of people, you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has been talking about, um, he's been talking about how he's got a deal going with DC, but no one knows who he's going to play, and a lot of people have been speculating it's going to be Jon Stewart, the Green Lantern, um, you know, but he came out and he was dropping a lot of hints this past week, which is making a lot of people feel that he's going to be Lobo in the DC universe. Um, I don't know about that. I just... I'm going to be kind of shocked if he ends up being Lobo. I just feel Lobo is a kind of character that is not well known to the general public, and I don't see DC pulling that character out for their universe at this stage. Um, I'm still thinking he's going to be Jon Stewart, uh, the second Green Lantern. So, we'll see. Um, I'm just letting you know the rumor mill is thinking that it might actually be Lobo. 
So we'll see. I think he'd be a great Lobo. I just don't know if DC is willing to take that risk yet. Uh, um... In some sad relationship news, a couple that I never thought was going to break up actually did, and it's always sad when you see that, because not many couples in Hollywood can seem to do it, but Gwyneth Paltrow and Coldplay lead singer Chris Martin, they announced their separation this past week on March 25th, and uh, yeah, I think they called it unconscious, or conscious uncoupling, or something like that, it was really odd and out of the box. But for some reason, it just kind of fits Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin. So, yeah, so unconscious uncoupling or whatever the hell they called it, they're separating. Facebook paid $2 billion for the virtual reality company uh, Oculus. I don't know what they plan to do with it, but that is a lot of money. Um,. And of tomorrow, uh, we have the new trailer, speaking, going back to The Rock, The Rock this summer is going to be starring in Hercules. Hercules is the new film directed by Brett Ratner, and we finally got the first teaser trailer for it, and it is on the trailer section on com, and, uh... It looks pretty, pretty cool, pretty cool. Um, it's a little more over the top than I thought. For some reason, I thought when they started making this, they were saying, oh, we're going to make it real, you know, we're going to keep it very realistic, and it's not going to be too much over the top, is what I thought they said. <laughs> um, but it is very over the top. I mean, there was like two-headed snakes, and, and a big wild boar chasing after him that was like gigantic, and... Um, a big lion that he fights and everything. I mean, it looked a little crazy, but it's a Hercules movie, man, so I'll take it, dude. I'll take Rock kicking ass on anything. So, um, it's only about a minute and a half long. It's just a little teaser trailer, but I think you should check it out. And it is on the website. It is also on our YouTube page. Once again, let me shout out our YouTube page. It's youtube.com slash am I on the air? Where you can also see all the latest trailers as well, uh, unless you're Fox and you have and you blocked me for X Men: uh, Days of Future Past, the second trailer. Other than that, the other studios have been very cool and allowed me to post no, with no problems. So I'm still holding out a grudge on you, 20th Century Fox, uh, but everybody else is cool, uh, including um, the company that did Hercules, because that trailer is on the YouTube page. Moving on, uh, Evangeline Lilly has been rumored for a while now to be joining Ant-Man. Uh, she finally officially closed her deal, and she will be joining the cast as the lead female in the movie. So, very, very cool. We all love Ev- Ev- Evangeline Lilly, and I think she'll be a great lead for um, Ant-Man. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger doing some press work, actually, for Sabotage. Uh, they asked him, how can you be the Terminator again? And uh, his answer was actually pretty simple, and it actually made a lot of sense. Uh, he was talking about how it's a robot, yes, and a robot doesn't age, but the you know the skin that's layered on top of the exoskeleton, uh, that does age, because it's, it's skin, so it's going to weather, it's going to melt, and if he's a, a Terminator that's been coded, you know, 60 years ago, 
then of course the skin is aged. So I thought it was a pretty rational, you know, idea to where before I was wondering the same thing. I'm like, how's it going to be that old? Like, how do you explain that he's still that Terminator? Um, it makes sense, you know. You peel back the uh, the peel back the skin. You know, of course, he's an ageless robot, but the skin on top, if it's just been sitting there. It's going to age and wither, so I, I thought that was a pretty cool explanation, and uh, I'm starting to get really, really stoked for Terminator Genesis that's going to hit theaters in 2015. We posted a picture on our Twitter page, which was the first official look of Dane DeHaan as the Green Goblin in uh, Spider-Man 2. Uh, if you're interested, head on over to the Twitter page and check that out. It's twitter.com slash air. And uh, I think he looks pretty cool. He looks pretty demented. He looks pretty crazy. And uh, it looks a lot better than whatever the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers suit was that they put on Norman Osborn in the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man. So it looks pretty creepy, pretty good. So check it out over on the page. Uh, Keeping up with the Spider-Man 2 news, uh, they announced that the end of the Amazing Spider-Man 2 will set up the Sinister Six. As you know, we're going to head into the Sinister Six, I don't know, in Spider-Man 3 or Spider-Man 4, uh, but they're also going to do an actual Sinister Six movie. So the the plot will thicken and it will lead us there um, at the end of The Amazing Spider-Man 2, which comes out in just a little over a month. Uh, from Dust Till Dawn, the series. The series just started on this new El Rey network. I'm actually, I actually been meaning to check and see if I even have this network because I love From Dust Till Dawn, and I really am interested in, in to actually see this TV series. I just, I'm not sure if I have this channel. Uh, it's only been on for three episodes so far, but the ratings have been pretty damn good, and the El Rey network has already renewed From Dust Till Dawn for a second season. So congratulations. Um, at the E! Channel Upfront Slate uh, press conference the other day, they announced that they got more Kardashian shows on the way, another new Keeping Up with Kardashian show on the way. Uh, they're bringing back Rich Kids, uh, Lance Bass is getting a show, and Gucci, or Lance Bass is Gucci, maybe, miniseries? I don't know, man, it's the E! Channel. They're, they're pulling shit out their ass. Uh, it looks like Total Divas is going to be either staying for a longer season or coming back for another one as well. I do love me some Total Divas, I will say that. Uh, Samuel Jackson was interviewed for the Winter Soldier, and they asked him how things are going on Avengers 2, and he was quoted as saying, I'm not doing so much. <laughs> he, he says in Avengers 2, uh, he's really not doing all that much in the film, and that basically he's in a couple scenes, uh, shooting his gun, and overall, it's pretty much a glorified cameo. Uh, yeah, cameo. Uh, he, he says that, you know, this movie has superpowered people fighting superpowered people, and he's just not needed that much. So I felt like he was a little sad and a little bitter when he was talking about this. Uh, I love Sam Jackson as Nick Fury. The Avengers movies give him something to do, and, and I hope that he gets in there a little bit more. Um, but there's a lot of characters in this damn movie, and if you are going to kind of weed down some roles, it probably is the non-superpowered people. So sorry, Sam. Uh, AMC has renewed Comic Book Men, which is awesome. I actually just watched tonight's newest episode right before I did the show. Um, And they're actually also developing a new late-night series with Kevin Smith. Uh, They are liking working with Kevin Smith, and I think they got a couple projects in the works to to do with him. Uh, One based on another one of his podcasts that he does, uh, and then they might do kind of like a a talk show type thing with him. Uh, And, of course, 
another season of Comic Book Man. So, congratulations, man. I love Kevin Smith. One of the coolest dudes in this business. And I'm happy to see his success. Uh, A&E pulled the plug on their new show, Those Who Kill, a couple weeks ago after just two episodes. They said, no more, you know, which the ratings are too bad, we're not going to do it. Um, the Lifetime Movie Network has swooped in and picked up the rights. So actually starting tonight, they're taking over the streaming rights and they're going to... Um, they're going to play out the rest of the season in its entirety. So very, very cool. Uh, my wife is very stoked about this. She was really into this show and, and very sad that they yanked it back after just two episodes. So tonight it came back with episode three and they will air the rest of the season. So congratulations. Lifetime Movie Network is where you can find those who kill now. We have the first official trailer for this new movie called Let's Be Cops. And the first trailer here is actually a Red Band trailer. And um, I gotta say, I never even heard of this movie before. And I watched the trailer and laughed my ass off. The movie stars Jake Johnson and Damon Wayans Jr. If you watch New Girl, you know who these two are. They're on New Girl. They they work together every week. And in this film, they're basically two guys that live together, they're roommates, um, it's like Halloween, and he says, you know, we can go as ghosts, or we can go as cops. So they end up dressing up as cops for this Halloween party, and, you know, basically the night out on the town, all these people start thinking that they're actual cops. And they start getting into it, and they start trying to solve crimes, and um, it's really, really funny how much they like take over these roles and actually try to do cop things. Um, I laughed my ass off at this Red Band trailer, and then I saw the Green Band trailer before Sabotage the other night, and I really laughed hard in the movie theater again, seeing the Green Band one, too. Jake Johnson and Damon Wayans Jr. have great chemistry together, I think, working on New Girl gave them that. And this looks like a surprise hit comedy of the summer. It comes out in August, and uh, I gotta say, I'm super, super, super stoked for this. So, check that out. Um, Let's be cops. Uh, like I said, you can see that on the MI on the Air page under the trailer section. We also have the new Rio 2 trailer. Um, that movie comes out in April, starring Jesse Eisenberg and Anne Hathaway. We have the new second trailer for Jupiter As Jupiter Ascending. This is the new movie by the Wachowski brothers, starring Channing Tatum and Mila Kunis. Uh, I think this looks really good. This looks like a great sci-fi movie. Um, the, the Wachowskis know sci-fi, so you got to you know tip your hat to them. And uh, this second trailer is really, really good. You know, the effects look like they're a little bit more polished, a little bit more finished, and. Um, I'm looking forward to this. I think it comes out in July. So check out that second trailer for Jupiter Ascending. Um, here, what else do we got? Um, Ice Cube is in negotiations uh, with the studio to come back and do Barbershop 3. This is a franchise I never thought we'd see revisited. Um, but yes, they're looking to bring back the Barbershop. So Barbershop 1 and two, uh, Barbershop one was actually a really big surprise hit. Barbershop 2, I didn't think, did all that great. It did okay, I think, opening weekend and then kind of dropped off really quick. Um, but there are negotiations with him to do Barbershop 3. So congratulations, Ice Cube. I'm surprised we're getting that before the next Friday film. Um, we have the first teaser trailer... For Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, 
this trailer has been pretty funny to see the reaction on. Some people love it, some people hate it, and some people are right down the middle. I'm kind of in the middle, but leaning more towards the like it, love it side. I've been hesitant on this film, and I've been curious to see what they were going to do with it. I like Michael Bay, that's no surprise, and Michael Bay is the executive producer on the film. Um, nobody has seen anything from this movie, really, you know, and I know a lot of people are bitching about, oh, Megan Fox is April O'Neil, oh, if you're a dude and you're complaining about this, please shut the fuck up, because <laughs> Megan Fox is hot as hell, and it's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, so it's not like she got signed to do some Oscar film. So calm down, alright? It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. She's fine for this. And um, we got our first glimpse at the Turtles. And I gotta say, I thought they looked pretty badass. I really, really did. They're pretty much all CGI. Um, you know, it was actors wearing mocap suits, but the whole turtle aspect is CGI'd. And I thought they looked pretty damn lifelike. Very realistic. And I, I dug it. I dug it. Now, you only really got to get to see Leonardo and Michelangelo in the trailer. Um, I wish there was more Turtles, but this is, of course, the first teaser that we get. It was only like a minute and 20 seconds long. Um, but I thought it was a fun little trailer, and, and my interest has definitely picked up for this film. So, if you have not seen it yet, you need to be the judge for yourself. Head on over to amiontheair.com, click on the Trailers tab, and check out the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trailer. Uh, you can also see it on our YouTube page. We have another Everything Wrong With. This time it's Everything Wrong With the Running Man. Uh, another new trailer for a movie called Into the Storm. Uh, this looked pretty good, too. I don't know much about this film. I don't think there's any big actors in this. Um, but it's a natural disaster film. You know, tornadoes and floods and, and everything. And um, it looked pretty intense. Uh, there's a scene at the end of the trailer where it's like at an airport. And you're seeing the actual airplanes just flipping upside down. And crashing into the actual airport itself. And it looked it looked pretty damn crazy. So, um, this comes out in July, I think. June, June or July. But it's called Into the Storm. Once again, you can check it out on the webpage. Um, just to reiterate, if you do go see Captain America on Friday, um, please stay all the way through it. There are two after credit scenes for this film. There's one in the there's a there's a mid credit scene and then there's of course an after credit scene at the very, very end. You should know this by now when it comes to Marvel, but some people are leaving after the mid mid credit scene and uh just want to make sure you don't miss anything. Fox has bumped enlisted from its schedule. So I did not watch Enlisted, but I I heard some people did and and really liked it. Um, and it looked like the show was kind of sticking around for a while, but Fox made the decision to bump it this week. So sorry for those of you into Enlisted. Um, in one of our rumors of the week, and I loved this rumor, I gotta say, it sounds like Marvel, Netflix. And Drew Goddard, who is, uh, Drew is directing and writing the new Daredevil show for Netflix, all want Michael C. Hall, who played Dexter, to play Daredevil, 
slash Matt Murdock in the new Netflix series. I saw this and about had a heart attack. I love Michael C. Hall. Dexter is, is one of my all-time favorite TV shows ever. And um, he's an amazing actor. And I think he would be an awesome Daredevil. Um, you know, the, the only thing that comes up sometimes is some people say, oh, I think he might be too old. And he could be, because I believe, I believe Michael C. Hall is 47 years old. Um, but I, I think that could be good if they decide that they want to do like an established Daredevil. Um, but if they want to go to the origin type stuff and do it from the beginning, then I can see them going with somebody else. But So take this as it is. It is just a rumor. Nothing is concrete. Nothing is locked in. But the rumor is that Michael C. Hall is wanted by Marvel, Netflix, and Drew Goddard to play Daredevil. So I'm crossing my fingers, man. I love it. Um, moving on, uh, I also love Hawaii Five-0. Um, and which airs on CBS and um, Michelle Borth who is pretty damn sexy uh, she actually plays the lead um, the lead guy Garrett um, plays his girlfriend on the show she's been on the last several seasons Um, they just came out and said that she is going to be written off the show at the end of this season this current season so she will not be returning I guess they said they just don't really have anything for her to do uh, next year, so they just decided to cut their losses. So, look for maybe a big murder at the end of the season. That'd be a good finale. Uh, Talking about finales and cancellations, ABC has canceled the Christian Slater show Mind Games. Um, And, you know, I'm glad I didn't get into this. I thought Mind Games looked pretty good. Um... But I was hesitant to start watching because after the first episode aired, the ratings the ratings were not there. They were not that good. And I had a couple friends say, hey, it's a pretty good show. It's pretty pretty decent. You should check it out. And I, I DVR'd a couple episodes, but we never started it. And then I ended up just deleting them because I was like, man, I, don't, I just don't know. I don't think the show's going to make it. And then now the show is canceled. So thank God I did not waste the time on this show, and I deleted it like I originally intended to do. So no harm, no foul. Uh, I feel bad for Christian Slater, who every show he has done in the last ten years seems to get canceled after a couple episodes. And Steve Zahn was in this, and I love Steve Zahn as well, so I feel bad for them. Uh, But ABC has canceled Mind Games effective immediately, and just after five episodes. Shia LaBeouf was going to be in a comedy movie called Rock the Casbah, and he actually just exited the film. No shocker here, this dude is just on a whole other level. He's leaving projects, and he's talking smack about people, and he keeps trying to play all these little mind games with people, and it's just, this dude is so lost right now, so uh, let's let's just get him out of here. Another new trailer, we got the first official full trailer for The Purge Anarchy. Uh, We've had a teaser trailer before, and then this new one um, is really, really good, and actually gives a completely different tone, I I felt, than the teaser trailer did. So you need to check out the first full trailer for The Purge Anarchy um, over on our YouTube and website page. Uh, Oh, speaking of cancellations again, it is now official. ABC has canceled Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Yes, this was the spinoff show to Once Upon a Time, and um, 
they tried it, it just didn't work out. So Once Upon a Time in Wonderland has been cancelled by ABC. Uh, and some good TV news, Sci-Fi Channel has renewed Helix for a second season. Helix has been the breakout show for Sci-Fi this year, and uh, they've snatched it up for another second season. Peter Dinklage is in talks to join Adam Sandler in a new movie called Pixels. Uh, I like the sound of this Pixels movie. Uh, it's supposed to be like video game characters come to life, and uh, and then how we pretty much try to stop it. So, uh, so far you got Adam Sandler, um, Kevin Kevin James is in this, Josh Gad is in this, and now Peter Dinklage is in talks. Sounds pretty good, man. It's going to be directed by Christopher Columbus, so everything looks and sounds very good for Pixels so far, so sign me up. Kevin Costner says he has plans to do a Western quadrilogy that he would like to be released a year apart from each other. Oh, Kevin, I I don't know what to really say about this. I hate Westerns, and a four-part Western with Kevin Costner does not sound appealing to me, so... Uh, this is I am not in the demographic for this. A couple more trailers. We've got a trailer for Begin Again. It's a new Kira Knightley film with Mark Ruffalo. Uh, we also have the new trailer for Cabin Zero or Cabin Fever, uh, Patient Zero. Uh, I believe another Cabin Fever film. The first Cabin Fever film I think is one of the fir- worst films of all time. Couldn't stand that fucking film. And then the sequels that have come out since are just these knockoff, shitty, B-rated, straight-to-video type films. I'll say this Patient Zero one looks pretty... It looks kind of interesting. I hate to say it, but it looks interesting. It looks like a different take on the franchise. So I might check out Patient Zero. I would believe this is a straight-to-video type film, um, but the trailer just dropped for it, so you can check out Cabin Fever, Patient Zero. Uh, Marvel Comics villain Blackout is going to be coming to Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So that's pretty cool. Um, Magic Mike 2 is in the works, and uh, Greg Jacobs has been hired to direct, and the official title for the film, get ready for this, is going to be called Magic Mike Double (laughs) XL. I'll give him this for originality, man. Magic Mike Double XL. Uh, the new film Left Behind, starring Nicolas Cage, has been given an official opening date of October 3rd. So October 3rd, it will be hitting theaters. Uh, Nicolas Cage's Left Behind. We posted a really funny YouTube clip to our Facebook page. Um, Hugh Jackman was doing an interview with a BBC morning um, radio show, and they had him sing uh, a Les Mis song with the words all redone for Wolverine. And he, so they're calling it Wolverine the Musical, and it's pretty funny. It's only a couple minutes long. Uh, if you want to get a good laugh and see what a good sport Hugh Jackman is, watch him sing Wolverine the Musical. <laughs> It's really funny, and that's on uh, the Facebook page. Uh, Michael Chiklis has joined American Horror Story Freak Show. Uh, You know, I was telling you on last week's show, I was kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to be down for this new season. I really do like Michael Chiklis, though, so he's one step in the right direction. I'm I'm curious to see who else they get, but he is a good start to um, to get me interested, so congratulations there. Um, the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards went down. 
uh, on Friday night, and uh, I'm going to run down the winners here. So for favorite movie, that went to The Hunger Games, Catching Fire. Favorite, favorite animated film went to Frozen. Favorite movie actor went to Adam Sandler. Uh, favorite movie actress went to Jennifer Lawrence. Favorite male butt kicker went to Robert Downey Jr. Favorite female butt kicker went to Jennifer Lawrence. Favorite song went to Story of My Life um, by One Direction. Favorite music group went to One Direction. Favorite TV show went to Sam and Cat. I don't even know what that is. Uh, favorite TV show actor went to Ross Lynch. Favorite TV actress went to Ariana Grande. Favorite male singer went to Justin Timberlake. Favorite female singer went to Selena Gomez. Favorite funny star went to Kevin Hart. Favorite reality show went to Wipeout. Favorite cartoon went to SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, Favorite voice from an animated movie went to Miranda Cosgrove. Favorite book was Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Favorite video game went to Just Dance 2014. Favorite app game went to Despicable Me, Minion Rush. Favorite animated animal sidekick went to Patrick Starr. And most enthusiastic athlete went to Dwight Howard. So there you go, my friends. That's the uh, Kids' Choice Awards for the Nickelodeon uh, stuff that just went down the other night. Uh, Keeping you up to date in all aspects of entertainment. Uh, J.K. Rowling, uh, who of course did the Harry Potter series, uh, her new... um, we told you, we reported this a long time ago, but she's doing a movie based on the textbook of Harry Potter called Fantastic Fantastic Beast of the uh, Southern Wild and Where to Keep Them or whatever the hell it's called. I, you know, I'm sorry, I don't, I'm not a Harry Potter fan, so I'm not too in, invested into this thing. Uh, but I want to give you the full thing. Okay, I'm sorry. Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them. That's the name of the Harry Potter spinoff. It was announced uh, this past Friday that J.K. Rowling um, has signed on that the Fantastic Beasts spinoff will be a new trilogy. Yes, that means three movies are coming. So thanks, Warner Brothers. It's going to happen. And it was only a matter of time. Why would they stop at one film? There's just no need, right? Let's make it a trilogy. So congratulations to J.K. Rowling as the truck comes pulling up to her house, dumping the money everywhere. Uh, We have another new trailer for a movie called Night Moves, starring Jesse Eisenberg and Dakota Fanning. Um, Chelsea Handler uh, is going to end her show on the E! Network. Uh, They say that um, the show might continue under a different network, and if it doesn't, uh, she has several other projects lined up with about seven different networks that are interested in doing something with her. So uh, she'll be leaving the E! Channel, but don't worry, she will be back. Uh, in a box office, a couple box office milestones, uh, the Lego movie is the first movie of 2014 to pass $400 million globally. So, wow, congratulations there, Lego movie, well, well deserved. And uh, Frozen has become the number one animated film of all time. It was only behind Toy Story 3, and it just opened up, actually, in a couple new foreign markets and is doing tremendous. And, of course, it's on DVD and Blu-ray now, and it's just selling off the charts. So it pushed it over the edge, and it has become the number one animated film of all time. 
And right before we went on the air here, um, you know, tonight was also the finale of The Walking Dead. And um, the cast and crew uh, did an article, they did an interview together where they speculate what's coming in Season 5. So I'm not going to get into it. Um, I don't watch Walking Dead at this point. I do plan to later, so don't kill me right now. Um, But... The article is posted up on our Facebook and Twitter page, so if you are a Walking Dead fan and you would like to see what the cast and crew are speculating is going to go down in Season 5, then go check it out on our site. And that, my friends, takes us up to right now in the world of entertainment news. From our last episode to this episode, you are up to date on all the latest and greatest of the news and the rumors and the reviews and the trailers of everything in the world of entertainment. Let's kick on over to the music and run down the charts. Let's hit it off with the album charts. The number 10 album is Happiness Is by Taking Back Sunday. Number 9 is Pure Heroin by Lord. Number 8 is Sex and Love by Enrique Iglesias. Number 7 is Mastermind by Rick Ross. Number 6 is Girl by Pharrell Williams. Number 5 is Going to Hell by The Pretty Reckless. Um... Number four is Recess by Skrillex. I gave this album a shout-out on the last episode, and here it is at number four. Congratulations to my boy Skrillex with Recess at number four. Number three is Foster the People with Supermodel. Number two is YG with My Crazy Life. And number one, once again, it's the Frozen soundtrack. Let's go on over to the number 10 singles. We're going to do a top 10 songs. Number 10 is Drunken Love by Beyonce featuring Jay-Z. Number 9 is The Man by Aloe Black. Number 8 is Counting Stars by One Republic. Number 7 is Team by Lord. Number 6 is Pompeii by Bastille. Number 5 is Let It Go by Adina Menzel. Number 4 is Talk Dirty by Jason Derulo. Number 3 is Dark Horse by Katy Perry. Number 2 is All of Me by John Legend. And number 1, once again, come on, something else, please knock this out. John Legend, please, All of Me, I'm giving you All of Me to become the new number 1 song because I can't stand it. The number 1 again is Happy by Pharrell Williams. And it makes me sad that I hate a song called Happy because people take it the wrong way, you know. They see me get mad and they're like, how can you not like this song, man? Doesn't it make you happy? And I said, no, man, it makes me not happy because the song sucks so bad. And Pharrell is so much better than this. Just go back to producing, man, and get behind the board. And that, my friends, is your top ten singles of the week. Uh, Let's head on over to the movie charts again, and we're going to run down what comes out this week and our box office. On DVD and Blu-ray this Tuesday is Anchorman 2, The Legend Continues, and 47 Ronin. Um, So a good, good release week. 47 Ronin was okay. Um, nothing special, but Anchorman 2 was hilarious, and if you didn't get a chance to see it in the theater, I highly suggest you pick up the Blu-ray, because you know what? You're going to get three versions of the film on the Blu-ray. You're going to get Anchorman 2, The Legend Continues, in its theatrical version. You're going to get the unrated director's cut, and then you're also going to get the brand new, um, super-sized unrated edition Um, which was the one that came back in theaters for one week only, where it was like 756 new jokes. And so basically the movie was all brand new jokes from start to finish. I never got a chance to see that version in the theater, only because I knew it was coming on Blu-ray like a month after it. So it wasn't worth the time, uh, because I already saw the first film in the theater. So 
I'm looking forward to picking up the Blu-ray on Tuesday because I think it's pretty awesome that they're not trying to do a money grab and release the films in different discs. So I like that they put all three versions on one Blu-ray, and I appreciate that very, very much. So thank you, New Line Cinema. Thank you, Will Ferrell. Thank you, everybody, uh, Judd Apatow Productions, <laughs> uh, for doing it the right way. I'll be picking up Anchorman 2, The Legend Continues this Tuesday. In theaters this week, one film and one film only because that's all that matters, is Captain America The Winter Soldier. Finally, finally, finally. Uh, it, you know, it's not summer season yet, but you might as well think it is because April 4th is definitely going to kick it off and uh, Captain America The Winter Soldier is going to finally hit theaters and um, like I said, I'm going to advanced screening on Tuesday. I might go see it again on Friday in New Orleans, and then I definitely plan to see it again when I get back into town because I want to see it in IMAX 3D, baby. So, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Now let's run down the box office. Coming in at number 10, it's nonstop with 4.1 million. Number 9 is 300 Rise of an Empire with 4.3 million. Number 8 is Need for Speed with 4.3 million. Number 7 is Sabotage. And like I said, this makes me cry. How dare you people not support Arnold? Sabotage at number 7 with only $5.3 million. Number 6 is the Grand Budapest Hotel with $8.9 million. Number 5 is God's Not Dead with $9 million. Number 4 is Mr. Peabody and Sherman with $9.5 million. Number 3 is Muppets Most Wanted with $11.4 million. Number 2 is Divergent with $26.5 million. And your new number 1 film, the other new massive release this weekend was Noah, the new Darren Aronofsky film. Noah debuted at number one with a nice $44 million. Um, that's a pretty good debut. The studio was guessing they were going to debut with around 30 to 35, and they did 44, so pretty good. Uh, this film has a lot of people torn. I, I don't know if I'm going to get to go see it, because I'm kind of torn on this film. Um I can tell you, you know, I've seen a couple people go and see it and say they loved it. And then I've seen several other people go and see it and say it was one of the biggest pieces of shit they've seen in a long, long time. And I've seen, and I've had some people go to see it that are in, that are very religious and then went to see it for the religious factor and said that this movie's pretty much just blasphemy and does not go with anything that the Bible has stated for Noah. So... A lot of different people are torn on this film, so, you know, I say, hey, if you're interested, go see it at your own risk, but don't walk out pissed off and say, nobody warned me, because I'm warning you right now. <laughs> so, I think it looks okay, I just don't know if I'm going to go waste the time in the theaters to see it. So, it is what it is. Uh, but that's your new number one. And that, my friends, will wrap us up for tonight. Thank you once again for tuning in. Let me shout out the affiliates, as always, reddragonsradio.com. Follow on Twitter at reddragonsradio. The Excess Radio Network, you can follow at Excess Radio. And, of course, Ultimate Sports Talk. It's ultimatesportstalk.com, where we're in syndication over there. And you can follow them on Twitter at ULT Sports Talk. If you would like to subscribe to us on iTunes, you can definitely do that as well. Uh, go to our webpage, and if you need the link, it's you can always search for us on iTunes, obviously, under Am I on the Air. Um, or if you want a direct link, just go to our webpage, um, click on the Affiliates slash iTunes tab, and you'll see an iTunes button right there that'll take you to the promised land. Um, as far as we go, please like us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Am I on the Air. You can follow us on Twitter 
at twitter.com slash amiontheair. You can follow me on Twitter at dxdonmega. You can please subscribe to us on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash amiontheair and you can see all the latest trailers and just be kept up to speed on everything. Go ahead and subscribe on YouTube. Um, Stitcher Radio is where you can get if you want to listen to us on the go. Uh, Stitcher is the best app for your mobile devices to listen to us while you're driving or at the gym or whatever. You don't want to download, you just want to listen on the go. Go ahead and listen to us on Stitcher. Um, Neair.com, once again, is the official webpage. Uh, if you'd like to see all the biggest and latest trailers and you don't subscribe to us on YouTube, that's fine. Just bookmark com and click on the trailers tab. And that's, of course, where you can listen to the show. It's where you can check out the box office. Um, it's your one-stop shop. So just, just bookmark uh, com and see all the movie reviews, everything. All right, my lovelies, we are done for tonight. Like I said earlier, um, no show this upcoming Sunday on April 6th because I will be sitting in the New Orleans Superdome watching WrestleMania 30. Uh, so I'll be a little tied up. Uh, so probably take the next weekend off, and then we'll be back probably the following Sunday. If I decide to do a new episode during the week, just keep an eye out on all social media, and I'll let you know. Until then, my friends, we will meet again uh, and talk Winter Soldier, and I can't, can't wait. I might have to have a special guest on for that, depending on uh, who wants to step up and talk Winter Soldier. We'll see. Don't hold me to it, but I know a lot of people want to talk Winter Soldiers, so we might make something special out of it. So till then, thank you once again for your support. The ratings have been through the roof lately. Um, we've been getting so many listens, so many downloads, and I just have you guys to thank all the positive word of mouth, everybody that's you know suggested the show to their friends and family. Um, I thank you sincerely. Uh, it, I love doing the show, and I love you guys coming back every week to get caught up on the latest and greatest in entertainment news. And um, it's only going to get better from here, man. As we get closer to the summer, there's going to be lots to talk about. So, once again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. This has been Am I on the Air. Peace. Red Dragons!